0: Hello and welcome back to the P.A.L. with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Chapter 5, Paragraph 12, Parakei Mishnah, you'd bet here on the P.A.L. with Tani G. Using Ethics of the Fathers, Pirkei Avos, with Art School's notes on the bottom. Reminder, we're going to be using the Pirkei Avos Treasury, God willing, for Season 2, which will be coming up as we approach finishing Season 1, God willing. So the Mishnah here says, Be'arba prakim hadever misra- At four periods of the seven-year sabbatical cycle, pestilence increases. Again, questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. So here in this mission, they're talking about different... Plagues, God forbid, and at four periods, pestilence increases. In the fourth year, in the seventh year, in the period following the sabbatical year, and the period following the Sukkot's festival of every year. The notes at the bottom say, the Mishnah elaborates on one of the themes of the preceding one, the sending of a plague, pestilence upon the earth. As noted previously, pestilence strikes the world for a variety of sins. Even at such times, however, the people dare not leg- neglect their responsibilities to the poor. If they do, the pestilence would intensify. The special times of responsibility to the poor are at the harvests of the third and sixth years when a tithe is to be given to the poor, and during the sabbatical year when everyone, including the poor, are entitled to take whatever grew in the fields during the year in the 4th year Maasar because of neglecting the tithe of the poor of the 3rd year in the 7th year Maasar because of neglecting the tithe of the poor of the 6th year in the period following the sabbatical year, because of improper use of the produce of the sabbatical year. In the period following the Sukkot festival of every year, because of stealing the mandated gifts of the poor. Stealing the mandated gifts of the poor at harvest time, the notes at the bottom say, which is before Sukkot, the Torah requires farmers to leave drop stalks, forgotten sheaves, and corner of the field for the poor. So here we're talking about tzedakah in general and the idea of giving to others and making sure that other people have what they need. And a lot of times people might think to themselves How can I give? I don't even have so much money. I don't have enough. I don't have a mansion. I don't have a surplus. Some months, it's just hard for us to make it by, make it by, make it by. And nobody says you have to give your whole fortune away. Again, Tzedakah is really a tenth of your charity, and you could always speak to your LOR, your local Orthodox rabbi, in the Judaic tradition and Judaism about what you should do. But don't do more than... um, then you can, then you have. Excuse me. Do as much as you can, but don't do too much. Don't give too much. And you're supposed to give a tenth, but har- if you can give more and more and more, that's has- meshubach, meshubach. That's better and better. But even if a person can't afford to give away tons and tons and tons of money, a person can always afford to give away a smile, to give away a nice demeanor, and to give away a nice way of interacting with the person. And to give that person the chizik that they can. If you don't have the ability to give money, you don't have the ability to even give food, you have the ability to impart a kind word, or a nice word, or just some nice action i once heard that there was a a sage who even though he didn't have money if a poor person would knock at his door and so many times we don't even answer the door because we don't want to be troubled and we don't want to let them in but this sage let them in and even though he didn't have money he sat him down he gave him a drink he gave him something to eat and he spoke to him like a human being he interacted with him giving him the proper cover the proper respect. proper dignity that every person has so the point that we're trying to make here is that even if you can't give money you could give of yourself you could give of your personality and you could give an interaction with the person and we've talked about this before having the proper manners and the proper interaction the proper etiquette is so important with everyone you meet in your life no matter who they are and no matter what they do you could always give a kind word give a kind smile and that's a way of doing charity that's a way of giving sadaka a way of just approaching other people and talking with other people. You know, when I work in the school, I'm in the school system, of course, as an OT, and during the day, a lot of these people, a lot of the workers just pass by many of the the people all the time. You know, I try to always say hello to all the providers. I try to say hello to all the teachers, especially when you come into their classroom, which is like their home. I try to say hi to all the paraprofessionals, even though a lot of times other people might ignore them, which is not right. It's not nice. And I also try to say hi to the cops and they call themselves agents. So I say, hello, agent X. Hello, agent Y. How are you today? And then when I come down in the middle of the day, I say, if you see me, you know half the day is done just so that you could get them to be interactive and get them feel like they're appreciated and just interact with them and talk with them like normal human beings they might not have interaction with people all day if you're at a toll booth driving through those people have a very solitary very very difficult job very solitary existence they're in the booth all day by themselves so when you see them say thank you or wave to them or interact with them do what you can just to interact with them on the train the conductor how many people do you think actually say hello to the conductor thank you to the conductor and talk to the conductor especially when you get off they get you to where you need to get to go then you should tell them thank you for getting me for where I need to go all these people need to be interacted with we've said this before and it always bears repeating no matter what we could always repeat it because it's important to repeat it so of course if a poor person comes to the door a poor person approaches you even though you can't give and if you can give that's fantastic, but if you can't don't be mean about it, don't be rude about it don't dismiss them, give them a smile and say, I'm really sorry, I can't give but I hope that you have Hatzlacha I hope you're Matzliach, I hope you're successful, and I hope you get what you need to get, and a lot of times other people, if they don't have the money but they have the food, they'll give them that food like the story about the sage, and sometimes a kind word, and a warm soup, or a warm drink, or a warm piece of food, does more for them than any money that they can do and a lot of people will say why should I give anybody money maybe they'll use the money for the wrong things first of all you don't know that they will but during the year you're allowed to investigate the person you're allowed to look into it where the money goes the only time you're not allowed to is on Purim the Jewish holiday of Purim when anyone who opens his hands you have to give to because that is a time when we're grateful to be alive as a nation we're grateful to be around and everyone needs to be helped because we were helped by God so we have to give to everyone but in general you could always investigate but again the main point we're saying from this Mishnah, we don't want to ever have these plagues, we don't want to have ever these troubles or pestilence or anything by doing tzedakah properly, and don't neglect the tithe of the poor. If you can't give money, give the food, or give what you can. If you can't give food, give a kind word, give a kind interaction, talk to them with dignity, talk to them with humanity, and let them feel humane. And if you see people around, a kind word or a kind thing or even giving them something that's helpful to them and that's the way to try to make the world a better place one idea at a time, one mitzvah at a time, one kind deed at a time and that's what we try to learn together here on the PAL with Tani. G, join us next time as we talk about a fantastic mitzvah about the kinds of giving, what type of a giving person we should be especially when it comes to charity, how should we give, what's average and what's not when we move forward to chapter 5, paragraph 13 on the pal with Tony g and i'm your host tani g